the perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive football stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at NewBalance.com. Here's Smith-Marset, what a burst through the whole touchdown. This guy is explosive. The third touchdown of the game for Smith-Marset. And welcome back to the Cover 3 Podcast. This is the Hurry Up Hot Seat. We are counting down the top 25 teams in the CBS Sports 2020 preseason rankings. We've got on these hot seat episodes, we are bringing the authors. They have put all the hard work into doing the research. They've been talking to their sources on the ground, around the school, getting the best information to look ahead to the 2020 season. So now we will welcome back to the hot seat, David Cobb. As we prepare to talk about the Iowa Hawkeyes, and David, the the Iowa Hawkeyes are a program with an immense amount of consistency in their performance, and yet at the same time, I kind of feel like quietly Kirk Ferentz has led about a four- or five-year run that really ranks among tops in all of Iowa history. There are the missing Big 12, Big 10 championships that I'm sure that a lot of diehard fans would want. Um, what, do you believe that that level of consistency that has been raised a little bit in the last half decade, do you see that continuing in 2020? Well, if it's going to continue, it's going to look a lot different than it did last season. But they, they had one of the best defenses in the country last season. They lose a, a decent amount uh, off that defense. And uh, the offense was consistent but not great and it's going to have to take a big step forward i think uh if they're going to be a 10-win team uh for the uh two years in a row for the first time since 2003 and 2004 that was the last time they won double digit games in back-to-back years and you're right they've been really good over the last five or six years but they still haven't strung together back-to-back uh 10-win seasons and uh the the offense is going to have to take a step forward if they're going to do that this 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 year all right, well then lay it out, lay it out for me. What what is what is the way like what does it look like for 2020 Iowa to be a 10-win team? What would well, what would that entail? Yeah, well the, the problem is that the runway is pretty short. Like they they start with Northern Iowa which which shouldn't I mean a, a fine FCS team but but shouldn't be too much trouble. But then real quick out of the gate you go to Iowa State and you play Minnesota. So the runway is not real short. So they need uh, Spencer Petros to really emerge in fall camp or whatever that looks like um, and take a firm grasp of the quarterback job because they don't have time uh, to sort of, you know, ease somebody into that position or whatever. And he's, he's thrown, I think, 10 passes in his career. So, I mean, he's got to really, have, I think, have a great preseason practice session uh, for Iowa to come out blazing. But the good news is that he's got a lot of uh, weapons on offense. I mean, they returned, I think, one of the best wide receiving units in the Big Ten, if not the country. And, uh, yes, they lose tw- uh, Tristan Wirfs off that offensive line. who was a first-round pick. But uh, Alaric Jackson is back at one tackle spot. And then they got a 
graduate transfer at the other tackle spot who was going to be all Big Ten at Indiana before he like blew out a knee or something last season. That's uh, Coy Cronk. So everything else around the around the offense, I think, is in good shape, except that quarterback position is a little bit of a mystery because, you know, Nate Stanley held the job for three years in Iowa. Once they get a quarterback in place, they don't. There isn't. There are no more battles. Once Iowa gets his quarterback, he's the quarterback. And and so, uh, I guess there's just a little bit of uncertainty. And I don't feel you know just completely great about that position going into the season. What about the the next the next men up that are up on the defensive side of the ball? I mean, that's where you hope that Iowa's player development chops really sort of uh, shine again because. I mean, you go in and you look at the last four recruiting classes, and, and according to 247, they're all in the 30 to 40 range. I mean, there's nobody in them that just jumps off the page at you, um, and they've got a lot to replace. I mean, Iowa had five players uh, taken in the draft, and, and t- uh, two of them were defensive players, uh, maybe even three, actually. And so, um, yeah, that that's a lot of heft to replace off of a, of a really good defense. But I mean, I, I like uh, Jimon Colbert, a uh, linebacker, um, a guy who, who's going to be a, a third-year starter now, who's been one of their leading tacklers. I think he could be a guy who, you know, finishes the season with something like 80 tackles, who probably – they probably designed some things to where he's rushing the passer more now that, you know, a lot of their, their sack production has departed. Um, but I don't know. This is where it's a little bit of a mystery and that uh, we need – uh, their sort of player development to shine through here. I mean, look, I mean, their their defensive coordinator has been there all 22 years with Kirk Ferentz. Um, so he, he obviously knows what he's doing, and they know how to develop guys. And, and I'm sure there will be some some people who emerge, but, I mean, I don't have a lot of answers right now for who who that who that's going to be. Um, the, the Iowa defense didn't allow more than 24 points in a game last season, which is insane. Um, and that, they're, they're going to take a step back this year. There, there's no question about that. Yeah, which is why I'm not really worried about their defense. Uh, they'll figure it out. They'll be fine. Defense will be good. It'll be a typical Iowa defense. They'll bend but don't break and make people drive the field. And then when you hand the ball over to the offense, is Spencer Petrus going to be any good at quarterback? I mean, that's that's the big question. And then they also have to go to at Ohio State and at Penn State out of the East. I mean, that's a pretty brutal cross-division slate. Uh so when you get down to it, and, and where, where, where are we ranked? Though? Like, what are we talking here in terms of our, the, the ranking that we are uh, discussing? I mean, they're ranked 19 in our poll. I feel like that might be a little generous and kind of – it might be taking last year's strong finish into account uh, maybe a little too much. I mean, they thrashed USC in the bowl game uh, to finish with 10 wins. But, I mean, you're right. That schedule is, is brutal. I mean, Ohio State and Penn State, that, that's as tough of a, a cross-division draw as you can have. I mean, and, and they've got Michigan State, which, you know, obviously they should be down a little bit. But uh, I, I, the path to 10 wins is, is tough. I mean, there's no doubt about it because the Big Ten West is, is getting better. I mean, uh, Wisconsin is obviously Wisconsin and will be good. Minnesota's uh, emerged and is here to stay. And Nebraska's actually, you know, a lot of people think about to turn a corner. And so that division is going to be it's going to be tough. And, and so I think this is more of an eight or a nine win Iowa team than, than, a, than a 10 or 11 win Iowa. But that doesn't mean that it's not the 19. Wait, I don't know why I'm on the hot seat or defending the Iowa Hawkeyes right now, but it's like, <laughs> like it's, it's not the prediction of where they rank in terms of wins at the end of the season. 
I feel like the you could look at Iowa and you could say that among these teams that all have some question marks, Iowa being uh, probably specifically the quarterback position because of David, as you mentioned, the strengths elsewhere at wide receiver, that they might be one of those teams that is a nine-win team with seven wins. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. It, what, it's gonna, one, it's going to depend on how quickly the offense can figure it out. And then two – how, how good can that defense be by the back half of the schedule? Because uh, Iowa, under Kirk Ferentz, their thing recently has been finishing strong. They've won the, their final regular season game like something like six seasons in a row. Uh, the last year they closed the season on a four-game winning streak. I mean, they just have a habit of really closing the season strong. Um, so this could be a team that, after that brutal stretch in mid-October, is at or below 500, but then you know somehow they win – five of their last six games and, um, you know, kind of sneak back into the top 25. I think that's the kind of season that we're probably headed for with this team. It's going to be another one of those Iowa teams where we don't really talk about them much. Uh, maybe they pull an upset here or there. And then you look up at the end and it's like, oh, yeah, well, you know what? Iowa had a decent season. All right, what, what about that Michigan State game? So we mentioned that the Ohio State, Penn State, uh, Counselor Simmons, I would say that we both agree that those are going to be losses, right? Uh, I, I listen. Iowa is capable of beating anyone. I will contend that they've done it. So I'm not. But I'm assu- yes. I'm assuming more than likely those are going to be tough to pull off. All right, David Cobb at Minnesota, Michigan State at home. How many wins between those two games? Yeah, I'm going to go with one. Um, yeah. I, I I think Minnesota is going to be chomping at the bit uh, to get Iowa because. They were 9-0 when they went to Iowa last season. Iowa beat them by, I think it was a point. Um, and Minnesota gets them at Minnesota pretty early on this season while Iowa's going to be figuring some things out. I think Minnesota probably wins that game. But that Michigan State game is huge because you have to win that one before you go on the road back-to-back weeks against the two best teams in the league. Um, and I think they will. I mean, it's at home. It's against a Michigan t- State team that's not going to be that great. So, uh I, I, I selected that Michigan State game as one of my key games um, for our preview. Uh, I even chose it over the Nebraska game because I think if you lose that game, you're in for a really tough season. He is David Cobb. He's been relieved from the hurry-up hot seat. David, thank you very much. Thanks, guys. Set foot outside of the motel, you will be shot. Don't miss the new Showtime limited series based on the international bestseller. For the last four years, I've been a prisoner. Why are they keeping you here? Starring Emmy Award winner Ewan McGregor. This is the brave new world that you dreamt of. Be very careful. You are still a prisoner here. Everything in this new world comes at cost. This is still my country. A Gentleman in Moscow. Now streaming on Paramount Plus. Only with the Paramount Plus with Showtime plan.